Honor, Loyalty, Duty. Written by Mary Murdoch. Read by Trevor Cuba. Ichiro applied his blade to the soft, pulpy surface of the wood. A curled shaving, and then another. Like tongues of fire, rose and fell onto a furoshiki he had placed on the floor to catch them. Yujiro tapped his knife on the bench to let the wood slivers fall. The staccato mirrored the rain's rhythm. Tap, tap. Tap. Tap, tap, tap. A gardener dressed in simple brown ducked from behind the gate, a paper parasol draped over his shoulder. An improbable figure. The gardener stared at him just a little too long before beginning to collect fallen leaves from the gravel pathway with a set of brass tongs. Yujiro continued to carve, his knife occasionally knocking the slivers from his work. Tap, tap, tap. Kiyos issued from inside the embassy as a group of ladies approached a second-story window. Lady Kachigo's langorious voice rose from the other women's. The shutter opened, and the courtiers sighed at the sight. Ah, the soft summer sun, Kachiko called out the window. Shall we enjoy the view while we play our game? Yes. Hanafuda while we watch the flowers. How poignant, another woman replied. Yujiro recognized the voice as Shoshiro Hatsuko, Kachiko's favorite geisha spy. As their game commenced, the lacquered wooden cards fell upon the table with methodical clacks, also mirroring the rain's beat. Click, 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 click. Yujiro tapped his knife again. Tap, tap. The connection was established. Yujiro listened for the clicks of the Hanafuda cards above, translating them into the words he had been ordered to wait for. Click. Click, click, click. The sounds issued from the window, nearly muffled by the shower, but Yojiro heard every word clearly. Magistrate. Power. Tournament. Yojiro transposed the coded words in his mind. Kachigo was referring to his position as an Emerald Magistrate, an honor that gave him control over planning the Emerald Championship Tournament. Bayushi Shoji's brother, Aramaro, the Scorpion Contender, was to fight in the final match in a few days' time. He answered, tapping his knife on the wood before him, knocking shavings to the floor. Yes, my lady. You know, ladies, Kachiko said out loud, her words nothing more than a smokescreen for the true conversation. I'm afraid that my recent visit to the Crane Courtiers was disappointing, the gardener approached. His work brought him directly beneath Kachiko's window to scoop leaves from a koi pond with a long bamboo net. The gardener would hear nothing. Kikita Yuri completely lacks style, Kachika continued. Who knew a fine kimono could be ruined when it's where its pride cumples into stubbornness? Yeah, something about the twist of a pig-headed expression throws off the balance of the patterns, Hatsuko answered. Someone really ought to tell Yuri-san that clothes do not make a man. The man makes the clothes. The Hanafuda cards continue to fall. Click, 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 click. Tournament. Scorpion. Win. Yujiro paused, his reply at the tips of his fingers. A twinge in his stomach stopped him short. Kachiko was asking him to sabotage the tournament, to use his crafting to ensure Aramaro became the Emerald Champion. He frowned. He could picture Kachiko's face above, her full, crimson lips tilted into her knowing yet fathomless smile, savoring of the delight of the plot. Her message continued. You. Clever. You. Win. He'd imagine her eyes, dark and mysterious, a tinge of flirtation. So often he saw those eyes beside the emperor. There, sitting in his regal majesty, 
the Hantai's gentle eyes extended toward heaven. The trusting, guileless wisdom from which he spoke, his strong hand resting upon the chrysanthemum throne. Such a sabotage would be treason, Yujiro reminded himself. Even worse, a personal insult to the emperor, blasphemy under the rule of heaven. Yet Yujiro could not fully banish from his mind Kachiko's face, her ambitious gaze blazing with immutable loyalty to the scorpion, the same fealty which he had already devised a way to sabotage the tournament the moment she had asked. He sighed. Above all, he was a servant to his clan, above his honor, above his soul. He plied his knife. I serve Scorpion. It is a relief that the fighting between the lion and the crane must cease during the duration of the Emerald Champion Tournament, Kachiko said, her sincerity seemingly unfeigned. It should bring a few days of peace, more than we could have hoped for. Craft well, Yojiro. Craft wise. A peace well earned, replied Hatsuko. War is such an ugly thing. I serve. My lady. The gardener shot a suspicious glance at Yujiro, but he ignored it. I wait. Good fortune. Yujiro carefully wrapped his pile of wood shavings in his furoshiki and tucked it into his sleeve. He met the eyes of the gardener again before stepping out into the rain and to hand him his carving. A small wooden crane for a crane spy. Mortified, the gardener stood paralyzed at being discovered, so Yujiro tucked it into the man's obi before walking away. He had another project to work on. Its upward-sweeping points pricked the sides of his face, caging him within his turmoil. Honor? Dishonor? Am I a traitor? Whom would I be a traitor to? Yoji-kun, what's troubling you? Yoji had forgotten he was walking with his sister. It's nothing, Michan. Otomo Mikuro cast him a suspicious glare, over-exaggerating in a mocking style of her usually impeccable acting skills. Your anxiety is play on your face. That stiff collar hides nothing from me, brother. Yujiro hesitated. His sister had always been more stalwart than him in her loyalty. Trained from a young age as an exceptional actress, she volunteered at only ten years of age to take part in a deceptive plot involving an Otomo representative visiting Kyuden Bayushi. She had done well. Now that she was married into the Otomo household, her ploys continued hourly, and she loved every minute. Even if I hide nothing from you, Mi-chan, it does not mean I can just say what comes to mind. We are no longer secret-sharing children. So you have a secret, then? Her smile stretched far across her cheeks. She paused on the wooden plank path to stare at the tournament grounds. The path led to an array of brightly painted risers clothed in banners hued and marked for the seven clans. They enclosed the spacious marble demonstration floor in an octagon, the emperor's dais decorated with emerald silk and chrysanthemums making up the eighth side. Is your secret about the upcoming tournament? Makuru asked. Yojiro nodded. Is it about the real reason why the tournament is being held at the capital city? Bayushi Koshiu and I have been arguing about gossip regarding the Emperor's displeasure with the state of the palace of the Emerald Champion. I heard Doji Satsumi left the castle in quite disarray. There's no scandal, Yujiro sighed, wary of quelling the rumors. Our blessed Emperor is merely getting too aged to travel. Honestly, Michan, have you ever heard of Champion Satsumi and the word disarray in the same sentence before that rumor? Makaro laughed out loud, unbecoming of a court lady. I suppose you're right, but for having the reputation as the only honest scorpion, you are being very tight-lipped. What is your secret really, Yoji-kun? Yujiro gazed into her fresh face, barely seeing the tinge of a concern at the crook of her ever-poised mouth. 
Whom am I willing to betray? He shook his head. I'm sorry. He drew a long silk parcel from his sleeve and offered it to her. A present. I made this for you. She unraveled the silk to reveal a kansashi which sparkled blindingly in the sunlight. She touched the delicate mirrored beads that fell in an arcing spray from the end. One of the beads lay fixed in place, a tiny corner tangled in the silk threading while the others lingled free, Yujiro's skill hidden in a seeming flaw. Am I going to wear this at the tournament, Yujiro? He nodded, careful to hide an uncontrollable twitch in his frown from his sister behind his high collar. You and your husband's family have seats on the Emperor's dais. You're to help Aramoro win by blinding his opponent with this. You'll be able to master it in only a few minutes. She touched her brother's sleeve. And your worry? What ails your heart in this endeavor? Shouldn't Mir's reflection be contested, you must offer to commit seppuku for the dishonor of the accident. Mikara smiled, undisturbed by the command. Are you worried it will come to that? That will I have to die? Yujiro shook his head, sweeping the prospect aside. No, Mi-chan. What I worry about is more... subtle. And all the more tormenting. Betraying the Emperor's trust is not a light thing to consider. You are right, it is not. Makaro started walking, stepping only when she stood right before the Emperor's dais. She gently slashed the kanzashi into the intricate loops of hair coiled upon her head and bowed as though preparing for an audience. She lifted her head, the same fire-burdened eyes that Yujiro had often seen in Kachikos. The loyalty beyond death. The ambition for power. Kachiko's presence had intimidating him into burning with that fire, her fervor consuming him, yet seeing it reflected in his own sister's eyes twisted his stomach. What does the Emperor trust you to do? Yujiro thought a moment. As Emerald Magistrate, I must fulfill my duties to the best of my abilities and serve Rokugan with dignity and equanimity. Makaro turned to look at the scorpion banner that hung above one of the stands. The Emperor trust Lord Soju to do that too, Yojiro. She turned back to him. And Lord Soju trusts me to do the same, even at the cost of my own life. Mikara bowed to her brother, flashing the setting sun right in his eyes with the mirrored beads of her new hair ornament. She smiled, amused with her new skill, and departed. Yujiro blinked the spots of his vision away, remembering his cunning, fathomless champion. Soju's masked face betrayed nothing, yet his eyes pierced through a man to his very soul, beyond his lessened weaknesses into his core. Those eyes were always shrewd, savage perhaps, yet clear with no fire of ambition burning in them like those of Kachiko. Suddenly, Yojiro could see Kachiko's ambition stained all over this Emerald Championship plot. She and Aramura would risk dishonor for the possibility of power in the name of their clan. However, Soju would not risk the Emperor's trust on such a blatant scheme as sabotaging the tournament, even for the power the Emerald Championship afforded. Yojiro took a lingering look at the Emperor's dais. Soju's loyalty to the Empire could be trusted, his motives ever for the sake of Rokugan. There was honor in that. Your sentiments are right, Ichan. I must be the man Lord Soju can trust to protect Rokugan, even at the cost of my own clan. If I must tip the scales in Aramoro's favor, so too shall I tip the scales for his opponent, until they are balanced once more. <laughs>